Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare and Feed. This is your host, Ekta, and today I have an amazing guest with me, and I'm in love with her line of brushes, so I can't wait to introduce you guys to the founder of Anissa Beauty, um, Anissa Tilbar Caker. So welcome to the show, Anissa. I'm so excited. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I would love to get started, um, and you tell us about you know your career and just what led you to create such amazing products. I love your brushes. I mean, you know, definitely game changing for me. So if you can get us started from the beginning uh, with your career. Thank you. Yeah. So I've been doing this close to 30 years. It'll be my 30 year anniversary next year. So I started in 1992, my own business, which was an East International. And the business at the time focused on the distribution of makeup brushes. I partnered with a Korean manufacturer and I was his agent and I started calling on big brands. My first brand was Revlon, walked in the door and was very, you know, excited and just was like, Hey, I got this great brush to show you. And he said, well, you know, he was like, I've seen that brush before. And that was shocking to me because I don't want to walk into, you know, into a brand or into a customer without something I really can offer that's different. And so I went back to the drawing board and met with my partner and said, wait a minute, you know, we need to be innovative. We need to do things differently. So at that time, that's when, you know, there was a lot of brushes and compacts. There weren't these individual brushes like artistry type other than, you know, they were made of like for makeup artists, they were made of sable or they were made of whatever, but we, we started to really change how things were done. So he and I worked together for about 15 years And then we uh, separated and I started my own manufacturing. So I've been fully integrated for the last 18 where I make my products. And then in 2019 or in, yeah, 2019, I started Anissa Beauty because the world of consumer beauty education, where we find what we want and, you know, the newness was starting to really evolve into a different platform, right? So we have no longer like the Mac counter controls our purchases. So yeah, yeah. so I felt very behind the eight ball. I felt that I needed more information to do what I do. So we then launched our own brand so that we could be more direct to the consumer so that I could feed my parent, you know, company, my my, my B2B business with better innovation and intelligence. And so that is a bit of a 30 year trajectory in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, I, you know, it, I think that it definitely shows in the product. I mean, you know, I have so many questions for you because, you know, when I first tried the brushes, I was obviously, I mean, the quality is amazing, but it's also the design and the engineering and it's just very, very impressive. Um, the overall concept that you've created. So I was wondering if you can walk us through all the components and how you picked um, each detail and what are the things that really mattered to you going into this in terms of what you wanted to deliver like with your product? Yes, so very intricate, more so than you would ever think is a cosmetic brush. Uh, The thing is that a brush is made by hand. A really good brush is going to be made consistently over time by the same operator and it is a handmade delicate process. So when I started, I was using animal fibers. I got out of animal fibers that were being killed 
just to be killed. And we transitioned into animals that were being killed for food. So that was a, a progressive um, change to say, okay, here are fibers that the animals killed for food. It can be PETA certified and yeah. they emulate, you know, like sable and squirrel, which everybody thought, oh, I have to have sable and squirrel. So, yeah. you know, yeah. the- That's like mink coats versus like, you know, <laughs> like imitation mink, yeah. A hundred percent. And that's a very good point. So the thing is people thought only animal fiber will be long lasting and only animal fiber will pick up and pay off. Only animal fiber will be soft. And so in the beginning, you know, man-made fibers were too slick. They were terrible, but we progressed and we were able to create animal fibers that were fantastic. And I had no problem working with that. And then we would focus on innovative head shapes, innovative handles, different kinds of ways to pay off and pick up foundations, concealers, because remember the brush is a partner to the foundation or the concealer or the blush or the powder. They, you know, we want to marry them. And that wasn't really a conversation when I started in this industry. So you got to make sure you have the right brush with the right product for your need. Do you want a heavier application? Do you want to look more natural? Do you want to be able to blend your products? You know, our faces are not flat. So it's like really important that we pick now the right shapes. So fiber is the place it starts. Head shape is the secondary. And then you move into the aesthetics of what the ferrule, which is the metal piece that holds it together. And then the handle. And a you know, brushes to me were not meant to be disposable. Like the way we have gone um, is why, again, I want to exist and own the manufacturing because a brush should be long lasting. It's an investment. Yeah. Now we've moved into full man-made fibers in 2017. I really committed to copying animal fibers by using synthetic fibers, but it takes a bit of time when you have a brush that was a heritage brush from Laura Mercier or NARS or MAC, you know, people are used to that brush being a certain way. So it took us quite a bit of technology and innovation and engineering to make sure the head and the fiber would have the same, if not better application. And yeah, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to cut in, but I actually, I, you know, from my own experience, I want to say that that's one of the things I found to be most interesting because I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm the kind of consumer that I, for me, makeup is something I, I use my hands a lot. You know, I use my beauty blender and when I use brushes, it's usually for like my blush or, you know, just things like that. But I've never really been able to use a brush before for like cream foundation. And I've been using yours. And, and the reason I enjoyed it is because of the way you've crafted the handling. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the, re- the reason is because I can make it so that it really is as if it's a tool rather than just you know like aimed at one thing that it can do so you know I can use the one of the face brushes and go in with my concealer I can do my foundation I can you know and I can blend it to the point of where I think it's the perfect coverage you know so I really love um the way that you gave that power to the consumer in terms of the way the handle is and the grip so I would love to hear more about that I love what you just said though, because what you just said is what it's about. You have control. Like you took control of your brush. 
It was able to give you the blendability or whatever it is you were looking for. So you made it yours. And that's what I think we want our products to do. So the way the handle for the makeup brushes and the skincare brushes is very uh, thoughtful and mindfully designed because a makeup brush having balance where you can intuitively hold it our skincare yes. brush, you know, where you can hold it for pressure. But if you're using my pinnacle foundation, it will change your world because yeah. the way it's domed, the way it's flexible, but it's dense, the way that you can use a tinted moisturizer to give you full coverage is why I designed it, where you could also have your concealer as a base, your tinted moisturizer, however you want to layer, it's not going to remove product. You yeah. now own your, you know, you own your application. That's pretty cool to me. Yeah, no, that's a, that's the really actually very, very uh, much a big step forward because I remember um, back when, you know, airbrush look for foundation was like the thing, right? It was like the new trend. And I remember Dior had come out with their airbrush foundation and everyone was loving that look. And, you know, there were those like, you remember those tools, like you can airbrush on your foundation. So, you know, that with that came the brushes, you know, I remember Sephora had this, airbrush it was literally called airbrush look you know whatever brush and I to this day still have it but then when I used yours I was like oh my god this is like it's almost as if you have like a 90 a computer from like 1995 and then you upgrade <laughs> to like 2019 all of a sudden <laughs> yes that's genuinely the best way I can describe it because I was using the brush and I was like oh my gosh and my skin looked beautiful you know and it was it was great so that makes me yeah. happy Thank you, because that's the point. And so you got a result. And now yeah. what I think is cool is that you got a result from a brush. So now you're going to become more adventurous and you're going to think like, well, what other brush can do what I need? So then you'll move into eye brushes. Then you'll be like, what kind of cheek brush? Okay, should I start to sculpt? Maybe I should investigate highlighting. So that you have to start somewhere. And if one thing works for you, you just begin to build on it because they're tools. That's what they are. They're makeup tools. Yeah. Yeah. And they really do work like that. And, you know, what's one thing I want to share with all the listeners is that um, I find it to be very uh, unique with Anissa brushes that um, I can actually come up very close. Like, you know how you hold a pencil so you can really come up close to the to the real brush, you know, area. And like when you're contouring, I feel like that's really helpful because I'm not a person who's good at contouring. So like for me, it's like I use very like a just a slightly darker shade. So when I use the brush, I just, you know, I, I can control it so much that the side of my nose or like my cheek contour, like it's very easy to work with because it feels like a pencil or like a writing tool. You know, it really for the first time for me, it feels like I'm actually, you know, the artistry part of makeup. You know, they say makeup is art. So I, I really, really enjoy that. So for everyone listening, I, I really urge you, you know, you've got to check it out. But, you know, I want to I want to talk to you more, Anissa, about like just the whole, you know, idea behind like just the range, you know, the range of brushes that you decided on. Can you tell us more about that? So I started with face brushes because that's what matters to me the most. You know, no matter what age range you are, I think we all want our skin to look pretty and, yeah. you know, pretty skin starts with, you know, good skin when you are able to apply your foundation or concealer on top of skin that's even, it really is helpful. So we started with this, you know, the skincare brushes, which really do not exist. And we are asking people to try skincare brushes and the skincare brushes will work with cleanser, moisturizer, treatments, eye, you know, neck, everything. Then the um, makeup brushes I launched have to do again with a 
a really interesting type of concealer that is like a finger that presses into the hollow of the eye. You can sweep out, it's one motion. You could also use it for spot treatment. You can use it for highlighting. It's multi-purpose. It can you know, frame your brow to lift your eye. My pinnacle foundation is our rock star. That is the hero of the brand. Then we yeah. move you know, to a powder brush that you don't have to use powder because if you don't want to, but it also will contour for you, it will bronze for you, it will you do, you know, use blush for you. Then I did, we just launched a bronzer, which is a rock star, which makes you look like second skin. It won't, yeah, it won't leave the bronzer on top of your skin. It's going to melt it in for you and you can contour with it. Again, you can hear that I am telling you that these brushes could be used probably three to five different ways. And and then if you use two or three together, they're not going to remove what you've done. So the way the brush head has been designed and the fiber, the makeup brushes really work together. And our contour brush, I can't even tell you, like I was not somebody who would contour and it is just a one, two, three step process that has a little crescent shape. It's pretty perfect. That's amazing. That truly is actually a service to women everywhere, men and women everywhere, because honestly, contouring, I think, is still one of the biggest, like, talked about, you know what I mean, like, tips in uh, just, you know, beauty and makeup tutorials. So I love that. Um, I actually, you know, I want to say that one thing I really love is that you made using brushes so approachable, because, you know, I'm not going to lie, there's so many just brilliant makeup artists out there that have their own brush lines. And, you know, I love that. I love that everyone's, you know, like they're really expressing themselves in that, but it's intimidating for me as a consumer. You know, if I, if I pick up, you know, a makeup artist I've looked up to, you know, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this has to be perfect. Like whatever I do, it creates this weird um, kind of culture around using brushes. And I think that with yours, they're just more approachable. You know, there's no labeling on it to where, you have to feel a certain way or you have to only use it with certain things. And I really like that. Was that intentional or, you know, what was your um, vision behind that? Yeah, it's a good question. So because I was not a formally trained makeup artist, I mean, yeah. the first four years of my business, I didn't wear makeup and I would walk into these offices with, you know, these big brands and have not a stitch of makeup on my face. I was yeah. just a marketer and I was a salesperson. So I understood how intimidating and I would travel with someone that she did a full face every morning and I would watch her and I would be just like, I couldn't even get it. Like what the heck? Like how did, cause I knew what she looked like before the makeup and then after. And I was like, wow. And then she would do my makeup and I was like, okay, this is just, it was makeup fascinated me. So then it wasn't really till my forties that I started to lean into product designing based on what do I need? And if I need it, most likely everybody needs it. And that was simplicity, intuition, uh, the willingness to take a leap and create. And once I got, I created the result and got that confidence, it just opened the door. Like when somebody tells you, wow, I love that dress you're wearing. It does something to us, right? So when somebody said, I really love your skin right now, it would make me just like, you know, okay, what else can I do? You know, yeah, the best compliment. I love that. It is. it is. And that's what I think. That's what I think ignited this, like, what else can we do? That's just not a gimmick. That's good quality. That can be long lasting. How can I make a difference? This is a bit of legacy for me. Again, I've been doing it for, you know, a really long time. Uh, yeah. 
you know, that we own our own manufacturing facilities and are doing it in a sustainable way, you know, this is my life. So I need to make sure that I am answering what consumers need because I only exist because there are customers, right? Um, yeah. You know, I get to benefit from my designs. Thank goodness, all the brushes I own, it's such a gift. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm really doing it for the, for the beauty lover, the skincare lover. That's why we're here. I love that. And I really, really love that. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's really important for people to feel like, you know, whatever tool they're using, that they can grow with it. You know, I know that all of us kind of learn how to do our makeup or, you know, whatever we, we do for a ritual, like we learn it in our own way, you know, regardless of how many tutorials you watch, you know what I mean? I've bought brushes before where it's like my favorite, you know, YouTubers using it. And I'm like, well, this isn't really for me. You know, I later I would discover that. So it's a, it's a personal thing. And I think, you know, um, to make that like more accessible and easier for someone to use a tool. I think that's a huge step, you know, because a lot of people, not, I'm not going to lie. A lot of people don't have time to figure out, you know, which brush should I use for my cream contour, you know, or like whatever, they don't have time. So it's really important. Um, I, I actually want to ask you though, about like the idea of skincare brushes, because um, I know that with skincare, there's been this entire um, conversation around just, you know, hygiene and proper, like, you know, habits when it comes to how you use it and like, don't put your fingers in it and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, as far as that component goes, um, was that something you were keeping in mind when designing your brushes for skincare specifically? Yeah. I mean, you know, we had launched this before COVID. So yeah. I thought that was really interesting because it really aligned with this hands-free, don't touch your face, wash your hands. Um, and also, you know, again, my own usage, I did not want to stick my fingers into my expensive skincare and I wasn't maximizing, I feel my skincare. And that's why I was going also facialist a lot and letting her handle it for me. She never, yeah. you know, she doesn't apply skincare with her fingers. Like right. when you think about your esthetician is not doing it. Why should we be doing it? They have gloves on, um, you know, or she's using a brush or she's doing something. So the, the thought of that was number one. Okay. Let's look at hygienic and how do we maximize every time I touch my face, how am I going to get the most benefit? Then the whole idea of product pairing odds are you're not applying your concealer or foundation, or I would not recommend it with your fingers because your fingers absorb either yeah. it's a sponge or a brush it's something so i thought with skincare it's the same and you got all this amazing intense skincare i can peel my fingers my um you know my fingers off with some of the skincare i use so i didn't want to be peeling my my fingers i only wanted to apply in certain places if it if i had a treatment i don't want to mess up the rest of my skin. Like you don't need to cover your whole face with an acne treatment. If you only have one spot, um, right. you know, if you have eczema, rosacea, or with melasma, you really want to be detailing that. Or what I realized too, is I wasn't getting an overall, you know, application. If I put my collagen or my elastin or my serums on, it was uneven. Even yeah. with my SPF, it was uneven, you know, and you can see that under a light that I wasn't getting certain applications all the way to my forehead or maybe on the side of my face or my tip of my nose. So yeah, brushes to me, because I have lived with them for so long, naturally progressed yeah. skincare. And we started with our cleansing brush, which is gentle. And 
I just felt like people were scraping their faces and I felt like they needed to understand, yes, clean your face in the morning at night, but it can be gentle and effective. So, and removing, we are, you're able to remove the head so you can clean the head easy. It dries quickly. Then my brushes for moisturizers are designed in such a way that they dry quickly product stays on top. There's an, one that's angled in case you want to do a pigmented product. That's a SPF or, you know, and then there's some that have holes in them. So you can put your serum in the middle. So you get the maximum use of your serum. We launched, yeah. you know, a fan brush that's a little thicker, more rounded, doesn't splay. And my treatment tools are just, just super fun. And so, you know, my, um, I had put something on my eyes. I was doing a retinol treatment and actually got to my lids, which I was like, oh my God. So I was trying to remove it and like put a pH, you know, cleanser. So I guess I don't want my lids to explode. And I, you know, I took one of my little treatment tools, which is the uh, bean, which is Zamek and it's naturally cold. And I just put it on my upper lid and it just started to calm everything down. Oh Yeah, so everything is about, you know, we're really thinking about what you need. It's going to take a minute and it's going to take a change in habit. But once you start to move towards skincare brushes, you will start to understand why they exist. Right. And, you know, I have so many questions too, right. From the science side, because for me, when I think of, you know, like there's so much conversation around the microbiome with skin health and, you know, what's on our skin and the bacteria that are supposed to be there versus not and all that stuff. Right. And when it comes to something like skincare tools, you know, I want to talk about like, because I've heard that people put like antimicrobial properties or something, you know, in, in like a tool or on something you, did you ever consider that? Because I think, I don't know how I feel about that. That's a, you know, um, I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some of the antimicrobial stuff out there. Yes, I understand there is some better ones that we're testing right now that maybe have like silver colloidals or um, are more green. And so the only thing um, I would, you may want to understand is that with any kind of infused fiber, it's, there's no efficacy. So, but the anti-back treatment is a bath or it can be extruded in the middle. It should not come off the brush. Like that's the point. It's going to repel bacteria. It's not going to exude from the brush. Now it can break down. It may break down and not be as strong. And maybe there are little, you know, microbes or whatever you're talking about right now. Maybe it does break down. Maybe it does get on your skin. I'm not sure, but it's a very good question because the efficacy of it starts to decrease once you wash it. So, so, you know, soap is going to break it down, not your product or your skin. But when anybody, when you're buying an infused brush that says, oh, it has coconut in it, that doesn't do anything for you. That's nice right. and fun, you know? <laughs> I hate that. That's, what, that's kind of why I brought it up. I was trying to be yeah. not so mean about it, but that's really <laughs> where it, what it comes down to. It's like, come on, people. You know, I don't need like a yeah. freaking, you know, Purell infused, you know, makeup brush, like, or whatever, you know? So I, not, I just think it's yeah. silly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, when you look at, and it's more about like branding, right? Some of it's more about branding, but the micro, the antimicro, not antimicrobial, antibacterial infused brushes are real. 
that is a real thing. Yeah, I've heard about them. That's why I was I, like, what is yeah. this issue? Like, why are we even doing this? Because it doesn't make, scientifically, it makes no damn sense. You know, it just doesn't add up. So yeah, I'm glad you addressed that. Thank you for that. Yeah, but um, sometimes it's good. Like with synthetic fibers, you don't need as much, but I think people are just trying to be double cautious. Like, yeah. the, you know, there's, because women don't clean their brushes. That's the problem. If well, we- Well, that's the next question I had for you though. That's what I had, that's what I wanted to ask you is, yeah. what is the best way to clean our brushes? Like, you know, like what is the most sanitary way for people to be cleaning their brushes? Well, number one, they need to clean them. So just clean them. Yeah. You need to clean them. So after you use it, what I like to do, after I use any of my brushes, I like to wipe them off, whether with a towel or whether with a tissue. So every mm -hmm. time I do a usage, I'm going to wipe it off to get the excess makeups, you know, oil from my skin, dirt, whatever. Remove it every day with a tissue or a towel. Then you can do a daily use, which there are a lot of products out there right now that don't have water because women do not want to clean their brush because there's downtime. So, but there's products out there that you can just hit up your brush directly and it will take off again, surface oil and dirt. But we really need to weekly or monthly do that deep clean with soap. And we just got to get in there and get all of that stuff out of the brush. We have to reshape it and we need to let it dry. And then it's good to know. Right. Right. No, I think that, you know, I think that's something that people really struggle with because I've had that question asked a lot. It's like, how many, you know, days of the week do you need to clean, do you need to clean your brushes? And I'm like, well, how many days a week do you use them? So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah, it makes sense. Um, well, you know, I, I love that, you know, you have so much education backing your brand, honestly, Anissa, because I, I don't think that that information gets out there in terms of like just tools that we use on our face. I mean, everything you put on our face, is going to have an impact with how your skin reacts, you know, whether it's contact dermatitis versus, you know, like anything like having an acne breakout. So I think it's really important. And I think skincare brushes are, you know, probably the more hygienic way to go about it. So, and it's just, you know, if it's hygiene or if it's just better application or it's just, you know, really good product pairing, or it's just, you want to be more thoughtful and take more time with yourself. Um, there's so many things about having, the right tool, right? The right hair, yeah. the right toothbrush, the right, whatever it is that we use when we are doing something to our skin or our body to take care of ourselves. So I think it's just being smart and taking the time to investigate, yeah. you know, and people are spending more time with themselves. So that's why I think these, this now works. Well, I really actually, you know, I want to say though, that I really like that you brought up the concept of um, evenly applying SPF. Yeah. That is huge because yeah. that is actually one of the biggest talking points for derms when it comes to SPF is they say, well, you have, I mean, it matters if you apply it, you know, like evenly or not, that's what matters. It's not just, Hey, I put SPF on, well, maybe it's all on your cheeks and none on your forehead, you know? So that is huge. So in that way, like, I feel like, yes, it's very important. And if for you, the tool that you need to use a tool to make sure you're doing that, then you should do that because that's a, that's directly related to health you know what i mean so it's, it's i think something to really think about as on a consumer level you know for everyone listening I, i'm just ranting but you know, like, <laughs> yeah i just i just like thinking out loud but yeah i think it's definitely something to think about well i mean the title of the podcast is gonna our anarchy right so you get to yes. rant <laughs> yes yes i'm trying to make sense of the anarchy exactly <laughs> no. 
Um, no, Anissa, this has been wonderful. I have loved learning about your brand and your, your vision. It's, I'm really behind it. I love the brushes. Everyone listening out there, they are really, really, you know, amazing products. And, you know, I very rarely invite anyone on here that I, you know, I don't believe in. So I, I really urge you go check out Anissa Beauty. I'm going to tag the brand and, um, you know, all the good stuff. So check it out. Leave some comments. If you have questions, uh, any questions for Anissa's team, leave them in the comment section. We'll definitely pass them along. But yeah, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. Thank you, Ekta. Take care. You too. Okay, doll. Bye-bye.